Nintendo. I'm your host, Jose Otero, and this is IGN's Nintendo Show. Joining me once again, Per Schneider. What Hello. you doing with a slash? I like that. We're not allowed to talk about Satoon <laughs> on this podcast anymore. I don't know if you've heard. What uh, did you call that word? Uh, what? Wasatoon? Wasatoon. Yeah. Wasa, wasa, wasa like the what? <laughs> <laughs> and once again, Brian Altado back. Brap, brap. Uh, you fresh, know, fresh from Seattle. I got to say, if I'm going to miss an episode of this show, there are very few people I'm okay with taking my spot, but Jeremy Parrish is 100% one of them. Love oh, that nice. Man. Love cool, that man. Cool, yeah. He's he's hell he said brap, brap like there's yeah. nobody's I, I hope it, it shook his little fedora off yeah. his head. He wasn't wearing it this time. No, <laughs> really? He's a little more casual. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Times no, are changing. Sure. Well, it's too hot in North Carolina right now, so. I know, but he always, changes. he always, he, I mean, I picture him we walking around guy. North Carolina like an oil tycoon. He's like, I see. I do. And he's got the, you know, the really nice suit on. Yeah, well, he, welcome he back. Looks, he looks like the guy in Jurassic Park that meets Dennis Nedry. Oh, you know, oh, in, I in see. Yeah, the one the, the lawyer. Okay, right, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. we love you, Jeremy. Uh, always pleasure love you, Jeremy. to have you back on. All right, so let's kick off the show with a couple topics. First of all, we're going to talk a little bit about Runbo and why it is platforming meets MarioWare, and it's pretty good. You should know about that. Why we're excited for Zelda Triforce Heroes. The yep. hype train has started. Nintendo showed five and a half minutes das of footage. Hype? Das hype is real. <laughs> hey, man, we um, started. I think we started that at E3. I, yeah. I was on that hype train when it was just a little car. I was when it was just a one car uh, yeah, experience. You know those now things they is... put on the railroads that it's just like it's two guys on a seesaw? <laughs> <laughs> Before it was even a train. Hear me on that one. All right. We're also going to talk about the two new Nintendo 3DS bundles coming uh, to the West. I don't know why I wrote announced for Japan. That's weird. Bowser Jr. is a Toilet Rush exclusive. And the question block is back. So let's kick this off with Runbo, which is made by 13 AM Games. Are you um, playing it, Pear? No. No. Came out last week. I think this is I'd, a good game for you and the kids. However, yeah. it is going to start fights. Yeah. And really? it's like Smash Brothers level fights. Yes. Oh, so have no. you played it at all? No, when from, when like I'm playing so so Runbo Metal Gear. Well, so that's the thing. I mean, uh, obviously, Mario, uh, the timing uh, for it is timing because the good stuff is coming. Timing's yeah. tough. If you only own a Wii U and you're like, I need something to play in the few weeks before, and you have people to play with. Yeah, because I feel like it's stronger there. But go. Uh, the premise of the game is it is a side-scrolling action platforming game where the hook is basically uh, these like sort of swaths of color go by and change the entire color of the background. And there's platforms. And as that color goes by, that platform disappears. So, so if, if, a, if a background color matches a platform yeah. of the same color, that platform goes away. Yeah. So you're standing on purple, you better jump to blue because when purple goes by, it, dis- it disappears into the background. Yeah. Um, you don't want to be around right. Well, and that could by. get rid of a potential as you're jumping towards. Sorry. So they take that sort of concept, that's sort of the, the hook, um, and they add it to a number of different modes, uh, the, the best of which is a nine-player local multiplayer mode where nine people are playing at the exact same time. Wait, nine players? Nine players. Nine players. How does that work? So some people can play with Wiimotes. <laughs> some people can play with wireless controllers. You can play with the nunchuck. Some people can make themselves Jelly Belly strings <laughs> and yeah. play with that. Just, yeah. well, basically, so you can plug yeah. in a nunchuck attachment to a Wii remote, and yeah. that person and has all three buttons that. they need. It, it's an analog stick that's for movement, clever. Awesome. jump, and an attack button. So the thing that starts fights is hmm. when you are playing in multiplayer, either as a co-op group or competitively, because it has both. If someone presses jump and then attack and the up button, you mm-hmm. sort of uh, you you can travel in a diagonal uh, sort of direction. Yeah. But you hit everyone else next to you, so you'll see nothing but disappointment. <laughs> <when> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just take a swing and you just go. Psh, yeah. Ah, and people oh, start great. dying. And there's a lot of cool sort of uh, power ups. M- yeah, pa- Mario Kart esque items that happen throughout it. Now, picture this is a 2D side-scrolling game, so you're thinking like Mario Kart items. That's weird. How do those work? Um, there are things that basically will. Swap swap places with the other players. So you'll grab one and all of a sudden uh, you'll be in 
last place and they'll be in first yep. or vice versa. Or you can screw yourself and end up in last place and yeah. they're in first. Uh, they have a pair of boxing gloves uh, that when you pick it up, anything that you punch with the lightest tap goes flying. Yeah. Um, they have one called do a barrel roll. Well, guess what happens? Uh, Mid-platforming, the stage flips over upside down on its head. Geez. There is a pause so that you can sort of get ready for that moment mm-hmm. and they make sure to slow-mo it so that you're ready. Yeah. But once it happens, you're if you were going to the right, you now have to go to the left and down because the screen has been inverted. So I was worried I w- that uh, being in a house that doesn't constantly have nine people in it, this would be kind of not so fun of a game for me. Um, but but actually, then you left the door open and, and then left the door open and just all the crazy in. homeless roustabouts hey, in the neighborhood came out that sandwich. I heard you got that rumble. I wish I had Jamaican <laughs> <laughs> homeless guys in my... That would, no, I just have like the really sad old white ones. Uh, so what I actually really enjoy is the the single player has some really cool challenge based stuff. That's this huge grid, and you have to just go through square by square, defeating uh, different challenges they set up. Um, and some of them are just levels they design. Some of them are speed runs. Other some of them are like kind of boss fight type things. But in doing so, you unlock costumes, and this is kind of this cool like. Runbo has kind of created this this table in the cafeteria where all the nindies sit. Mm-hmm. All the independent games on Wii U all have representation in 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 Runbo. So like you Guacamele, can, Shovel Knight, all these characters are unlocked. Dig. Even the guy from Zeo Drifter, uh, yeah. they're all Pounder in there. Video yeah. is in there. Zeo Drifter's in there. That's so right. you unlock all these costumes, and it's sort of just like they're like we don't need Mario and and Wario and Waluigi and all these heavy hitter guys. And then let's get our own like little squad together. That's really cool. Yeah, so it's cool. The, the WarioWare element is definitely the surprise factor, where you never quite know what a power up. Uh, so you can determine what a power-up does every time or it can be random yeah the random games are the best because you don't know who's going to get to it first and then you also don't know what it's going to do and the chaos it brings in and that's the warioware element of it where it's like you almost you almost feel like if this was themed around warioware would be hilarious but it's very good as its own thing yeah i really Um, appreciate it yeah a lot of customization a lot of stuff i think if you're looking for an awesome platforming game to play between now and mario maker and probably even beyond that because you're going to want beyond stop you're gonna (laughs) well uh, you're gonna want to play. I mean, if you want to play, mul- if you want to play a multiplayer game, uh, Mario Maker kind of scratches that itch a little bit. But I think this Runbo really does. So mm-hmm. um, Wii U, not exactly having the best year in video game history, but there are some spikes here and there, and I think a lot of indie games kind of get swept under the rug. So uh, go check that out. Awesome, yeah, absolutely, uh, really, really worth your time. Yeah. Um, you can find that on the eShop. All right, so. Moving on over to why we are excited about Zelda Triforce Heroes. So this is a big deal. Uh, Last night, I turned into uh, an excited child when I saw that Nintendo Japan uploaded five and a half minutes of really tall, creepy child. Really, I'm not creepy. Tall, excited (laughs) child. Um, Because you know, it's okay. So let me let me stop you right there, uh, skeptical listener. In that this is not (laughs) Zelda Wii U, right? Like, let's be fair. We know what this game is when we saw it at E3. It is a co-op Zelda in the A Link Between World style. Um, However, I I kind of want a different take on that. And Four Swords was a, a cute distraction, but this seems more along what I want, yes. where there are benefits and penalties to not working as a team, you know, the shared life bar and things like that. Yeah. I, I always felt Four Swords felt kind of shallow, and, you know, this isn't Link Between Worlds 2, but this is sort of a nice halfway point between Four Swords and the Link Between Worlds, and I we got say. to play a new stage of yeah. PAX, which yeah. we should talk about as well. Yep. Um, it, it's weird, because Four Swords sometimes feels very un-Zelda. It looks like a, yeah. a really smooth, more HD version of Link to the Past, but, like, just the... The many like triangle like rupees falling down like it doesn't look it sometimes it doesn't feel completely like Zelda whereas this one does feel like it, it felt it like has its own identity. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what it is. But it feels like the controls. Four feels Swords more felt like, like an too. arcade game. That's what yeah, I was gonna say. It, yeah, feels, yeah. it feels very much like a mash the button, yep. get everything you yeah. can, be the guy to get the last hit because you're gonna get a real big yeah. benefit. Have you yeah. guys played like the Mario Kart GP arcade game? I have. It's yeah, not very good. So, but it's got that same sort of like imposter. I'm, yeah, like I'm playing Mario Kart, but not really. Cause no, I'm that not, one's a bigger imposter to me. But really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I actually, I, I enjoyed my time with it. I, I was also in an arcade in Tokyo, and I could have played Pong and been excited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, this is true. Yeah, no, consider the setting but, for sure. But yeah, Four Swords um, always kind of felt like this, it, and th- and this I think feels 
more robust than that. You know? Well, it's a quest. It feels yeah. like a quest. It feels like a dungeon. It feels like, I mean, I guess the Four Swords dungeons were somewhat dungeons, but some of them weren't at all. It was like weird stuff you did in the overworld. I did like the GameCube Four Swords adventures because seeing that sort of a cartoony look and them mm-hmm. doing what they did with sprites and the, the wisp of smoke that you saw in Wind Waker. Yeah. That looked really I, good. I enjoy those games. I, I, I like I didn't like I the like first Four Swords. I, yeah. I had a lot of fun playing them in I, multiplayer. Okay. They de- they definitely were designed around the concept of quickly jumping into a level and you didn't, uh, and, and playing something, it didn't feel like you're accomplishing something, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll see. I, I think some of that applies to this one as well. Three Swords. Three Swords, yeah. <laughs> no, and, and we saw sort of footage of the, the town, which we don't know the name of it, but we're betting it's not Hyrule. Uh, you see a little statue of Link, uh, three Links stacked up, and the top mm-hmm. one's like holding a sword. Uh, we saw finally, we saw where you're getting the outfits, which are a big part of that game. Yeah. So each dungeon has a predetermined item in it. It's not like Zelda, where you have this infinite, like you know, uh, sort of almost Harry Potter esque magic bag of all these trinkets mm-hmm. you bring with you. Instead, you pit you delegate folks pick the item they want to use and if you're wearing a certain costume the item gets uh, stronger or there's yep. a greater effect to it yeah and it's just basically it's a riff on you know the kind of classic Zelda dungeons where you know this is the hookshot dungeon like halfway through the dungeon you get the hookshot and then you have to use that to apply it to mm-hmm. the boss but in this case it feels from what we've seen it's very balanced right like you've yeah. got the uh, you've got the guy um, with the, what's the what, God, what's the windbag thing Gusta Bellows uh, the, yeah, the, yeah. what was what uh, it Gusta Bellows I think it's what it's something called something like that yeah, right? yeah. I like your name windbag the windbag the windbag yeah what's the um, windbag <laughs> what's the windbag I, I get into this problem when I'm playing the games in Japanese and in English oh, sure. in the end I have no idea what the items are called okay, again okay. Uh, anymore but like they, you have a, a level a very, that's that a very GM money specific that problem focus very uh, very <laughs> Whatever. I just want to play Sometimes the Sometimes when I'm in my vacation house, I forget which car I drove. Well, when I project the game onto the side of a skyscraper, no, but I, but I see it's hard to make out the details. Yeah, no, but I see you, the point you're trying to make, that certain <laughs> Zeldas have a formula where this is the hookshot dungeon and that's all you're doing, whereas this one has a variety of items. That's right. In some dungeons where someone's on a hookshot, someone's on a windbag, someone has the bomb, <laughs> and you Gus go bellows. there. The Gus, Gus bellows. bellows. Yeah. That's what I said earlier. Uh, the wind hear that? <laughs> the windbag. But, but, you, but they... But they designed these dungeons to perfectly work around the harmony of two items. And you can see this in this in this video, too. You guys are funny. Before you derail now me. Now I, I want to play to a game point. called Legend no. of Zelda The Wind Pass. <laughs> you it's are. a Wind Waker sequel. It's got <laughs> the your face on it. it <laughs> um, no, but... There's, for example, there's a there's a walkway where you have um, okay. stop it. There's a walkway where you have a, a platform that's <laughs> a far away from episode. you that has to be bombed, and yes. you cannot physically throw the bomb across that far. <laughs> so what do you so, do? You windbag it. Well, the windbag, <laughs> windbag it over there. The windbag. So, that's it. All I, right. I think there are a lot of examples where it is really designed around that co- co- collaboration between two. Um, between two yeah. specific items. Yeah, and, and it's going to do the token thing you expect from almost a Mario <laughs> game, right? Where there's like a desert stage, there's a water stage. Mm-hmm. The costumes in this video, by oh, the yeah. way, we have not mentioned that. They have a Goron suit that lets you swim in lava. They have a Zora suit that lets you swim super so fast. fast. Yeah. Like I've mm-hmm. never seen Link swing like it's, that. Like, yeah, it's almost fast. like it's kind of like the cartoon version of, you know, when you turned into a Zora in Majora's Mask, you could haul butt under the, yeah. you yeah. know, un- under the sea. Yeah. In this case... <laughs> In this case, he swims like super fast on the surface. Like, yeah. shh, and know? it's a smart take on using that perspective and that engine that they made for A Link Between Worlds, but doing something different with it that I almost wonder how long it took for this project to come together. Because the story so far around it isn't like Majora's Mask where they set out to do a one-year Zelda. Yeah. Right? And uh, we did hear when A Link Between Worlds came out, uh, when the Awada Ask came out for that, that that game went through a lot of starts and stops. And, mm-hmm. you know, Wii U pulled some people off the project, put people back on. So I'm curious when we finally get to talk to Shikata again, what was the turnaround time on this exactly? Because they didn't have to redo an engine, but instead sort of modify it to be this thing. But, I, I, yeah, the engine is there, but they, I mean, you can tell how much time is spent on balancing the different powers because some of the things you didn't mention were there's a water magician, kind of a water user's outfit, yep. right? Like the this dress. There is a, a wind-based one. There are all mm. these different elemental, <laughs> all these different elemental powers that either give you a, <laughs> give you a buff or give you give you some special ability like the Kokiri outfit is the one that gives you three arrows right yep 
So you're instead of having one arrow, you shoot three. That's yeah. a huge makes a huge difference. Yeah. So in at battle. E3 we saw uh, not at E3 at PAX we got to see the cozy parka. Did you see yep. that? Okay, so it is basically uh, <laughs> beautiful. Uh, you almost look like one of the ice climbers when you wear it. Uh, you have like the fur sort of lining yeah. the the hood and all. I that. thought it was impossible to uh, animate the ice climbers on a 3DS. And yeah, that's right. And uh, what it does is any ice attack, so ice breath, um, or even those. Um, those sort of ice uh, blocks that when you touch them they freeze you mm -hmm. they are ineffective they don't yeah. they don't hurt you and so the idea being and they told us this Shikata told us this at E3 the director that um, you would you know try to get materials to get outfits and it's going to take you a long time to get all of the outfits because you really have to go back in and get some of these rare materials from tougher dungeons etc mm -hmm. now the the video we saw says that there are 32 stages in this game the one thing that's still unclear to me is is that are they? Is there increased difficulty for each one? Like, are you replaying those thirty-two stages in different configurations? Different paths. Yeah, and is there some variety, right? Like maybe the number of enemies that show up or where they show up. We don't know that yet. Yeah, yeah. whether it's we customized. We don't quite know that yet. But, but the, uh, they had a, a Gacha Man outfit too. We left that out. Which looked like ridiculous. a beautiful Joe-looking yeah, thing. It yeah, looked great. Yeah. But and and some of the stages we saw in the trailer. There's one called um, there's a, a, a Deku Forest one, mm -hmm. and that one uh, you know we saw kind of like Wind Waker-esque Deku Palace graphics. You know, with a kind or of painted. Palisades, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, Majora's, Majora's Mask, Mask. exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then there was a, a Moblin Tower level. And so it looks like each stage has kind of three areas in it, too. Yeah. So, you know, three times yeah, there's 32. Each one, yeah. um, that, that doesn't sound so bad. Sounds no, like right. there's a lot of variety with a different, like, if it's 32 different themes. Mm -hmm. I mean, I don't think it's 32 different themes, but variations on the yeah, level. Yeah. That could be pretty cool. No, absolutely. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to learning more. And uh, we're, I mean, we'll find out soon. That game comes out October 23rd, uh, 22nd in Japan, 24th in mm -hmm. other places, I think. What were you going to say? So, uh, well, interesting thing. So, so there's obviously local play, so you can play with people who have the, have the game. There's mm. online play, so you you know when you walk up to the portal, which is in the shape of a Triforce, right? Like the the Triforce lets you travel to the levels. Um, then you can match make with other players. You get two players to join, which this sounds like more complex matchmaking because you're starting at the beginning of the level when, uh, uh, and they might take a while, someone, right? Well, and not just that. We asked what happens when someone drops out of a game and he says yeah. the dungeon ends. Like if wow, someone yeah. leaves the game because there isn't a matchmaking setup, uh, they said if someone joined mid-dungeon, that's a pain. Like yep. That's just something that so, the user might not even want that. So that means, you know, realistically, uh, that means there will be some wait times, right? I'm curious to see how they fix that. And we well, but, look at Splatoon. I mean, that's a quick matchmaking system. If it's anything based around that, that could work really well. Because when those servers work, they work quick. But Splatoon battles are three, four minutes. Yeah, whereas you this know, is And like this may be longer. It will take as, uh, however long it's going to take. It's also on a handheld with a clamshell that somebody could connect to in a Wi-Fi spot while waiting for a bus yeah. and then close when the bus is there. Like so, it's a little more worrisome than the sort of lockdown environment of playing a console it, yeah. game on your couch. It'll be interesting to see, but we also saw, you know, the single player mode, That's which right. replaces the other players with these dolls. Uh, with these dolls, with these right? nightmare people. They're like the weird, like yeah. copycat dolls. Um, very similar gameplay to the classic Four Swords, where you like you can switch to them, move them to switches yeah. to open We're the doors. We're just not sure if you need to move to them to move all the time, or if mm -hmm. you're supposed to carry them like totems or something. I think you can have it do everything. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that. Uh, they sh as they show more. Uh, we also neglected to mention uh, in the pack stuff that we played, there was the fire glove, yeah. which is a new item. They replaced the fire rod with a glove where fireballs now bounce on the ground mm -hmm. and it has very a Mario, Mario sound effect. Yep. It's yeah, pretty it's awesome. Very clever, even though excuse me, it is so, getting rid of something that they so do we, I, I think you and I talked about this, but just for clarity, mm. let's do it again. If you have two players local... We can't. So, for example, uh, I take the bus every morning yeah. uh, with my roommate. Yeah. We cannot play that game together. We need a third person or we're playing single player. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's sad so far that they did not find an elegant solution to get around not having a third for local or for wireless play. Right. Yeah. Yeah, to have one kind of doll following you. Like, Four Swords let yeah. you divvy sure. up uh, yeah. the characters, right? Yeah. Like, Because then it becomes who's controlling it. I don't know yeah. if that's just too much to sync up. They seem to just have not landed on a solution. Because I think most people, if they have anybody, it's a significant other or a roommate or mm -hmm. a, a you know, brother or a friend like or sister. Totally. To assume of the player to have two people on hand to play that game uh, or or nothing. 
Well, this. or single player. Or single player. Yeah, it's, it's three player or one player. Like mm-hmm. it kind of bones me out because it's just like if I, you know, that's that's the kind of game that I can play with my significant other, and if sure. I can't, then I won't. Well, you that know? means you're gonna have to play with us finally a video oh, game, you know, with the rest no. of us because I'm about to stage an intervention. Oh, no. But this game doesn't look. <laughs> I'm sorry, this game doesn't look as fun online. It really doesn't. We can make it. It work. looks pretty fun. Yeah. Did you see the I'm expressions? Down. So they have no. The, these. I love all that. I really yeah. do. I really do. I think it's going to be great online. Uh, don't get me wrong. I yeah. think it's actually. I think it's going to work. A lot of people are worried it won't. Yeah. Um, having seen it enough times, I think it will. Uh, but I think it's going to be more fun locally. For sure. Oh sure. Yeah. For you're sure. shouting at each other. I mean, we can start almost every Nintendo out. game you is. Could, you, yeah. could, you can join but, us. But the just the the emoticons, right? Like the game's version of like talking to people. The bottom screen has all these different graphics. It's eight tiles. That you yeah. eight tiles that you can send to people. We saw more in the video. Like there may be more that maybe you can swap them out. Yeah, we're not sure. But you there was like a like, high and yeah, stuff that wasn't. Yeah, but in you the can tell someone thing. like come here or use your item or uh, there's. One Sorry. Really funny point where uh, the green guy fell and he was in a totem form, so he took the other two with him, and you just yeah. see the prayer and the hands uh, folded. He's like, "Sorry, in there, like sorry." And yeah. you see yep. the other two going, "No." So it'll be funny to see those popping up as you're playing, and mm-hmm. you know, absolutely. Uh, it, it, I, I think it, it, it will work for that game. Sometimes you won't know, like a player won't understand that they're supposed to be on a top tier in order to hurt a player, yeah. and yeah. that can be a problem, right? Like if the arrow guy doesn't do his job, the boss will beat you. And that's going to get frustrating. So this happened to me at E3, but I ended up in a three-player setup where the third stranger, who I did not know, Mm -hmm. did not know what uh, he or she was doing. I won't name uh, names. And it was very frustrating for me because I was just like, I want to experience this. And I couldn't because of your terrible skill level. Um, And you're not going to say something like that out loud. (laughs) I was going to say, can you name names? And then you said terrible. I'm like, no, I don't name the names. So that's where where it'll be sorely missed Mm. that you cannot say arrow guy you need to shoot this guy but that's it you can grab him right like yeah. or i mean is there a grab me or something like that totem yeah there's uh, totem, like letting people huh? know to totem like stack up and okay so yeah that will that. help so maybe that'll get, get around speaking that of issue. signals the last thing we should talk about is that in the arena mode that they show there's a lot of scrolling text so the way the co- game communicates to you mm-hmm. uh in your native language because it, it looks like it's tossing all languages into one server just like Splatoon does is that it'll scroll by like green got injured red got injured because you're all sharing health Mm -hmm. so it's telling you that even though you didn't see red get hit red got hit but sometimes you're standing right next to red when he got hit doesn't matter it'll still Mm -hmm. scroll by in the versus stuff um, it it seems a bit overwhelming because it's just like blue got hit red got hit blue got hit red got hit oh my god it's kind (laughs) of like the you know the the classic game style where they expose the numbers like you know Dungeons and Dragons style like stats on on screen that's made a comeback with games like Borderlands Destiny you know and Destiny and it's like Mm -hmm. they're basically doing that but it flies by as pretty big text instead of being like little Mm -hmm. indicators so we'll see how that works whether you can turn that off or turn it down There was one more thing in the video uh, in Japanese. It said download play. So you can, uh, there's a download play option where you can play with people who don't have the game. Which oh, is assuming cool. that's arena though, like combat simple yeah, stuff. Or maybe that person just doesn't get to keep any of the gear that they got. Mm. Um, or it's just one dungeon or something. There could be one. But one of, that would be amazing if it was smart. the actual kind of dungeon puzzle play, if they can keep all that much yeah. data and RAM to that's make That's cool that because work. That, that's something we used to see a lot in the Game Boy Advance era and a lot in the in original DS era. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't hear about it as much anymore. Yeah, Rhythm you know? Heaven was the last example yeah. I had of it. Maybe Animal Crossing before that. I mean, there was other multiplayer yeah. games, but that's. I, I remember one playing of the like recent. Mario Kart Advance, uh, mm. where everyone had to play. You know, you could play through courses, but yep. everyone had to play as shy guys. Uh, and that just, would work you mean here. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That would work here because you wouldn't have the specialized outfits, right? If yeah. you want to be the crazy, beautiful Joe-looking dude, mm-hmm. um, you need to own the game instead of download yeah. play. That'd be yep. really cool, actually. If yeah. I, I just work. worry: will that game need uh, a filter for skill level, just so you can make it through the harder dungeons? Like, mm-hmm. is there a way that someone who doesn't quite know Zelda, because we understand the language of Zelda very fine, we are very schooled in what it is. We have We're been so here awesome. for mm-hmm. the thirty years, twenty-nine years, going on thirty years that it's been I just feel like for newer players or for people who aren't quite as skilled like it, there's going to be some some push and pull there so I'm curious to see how that turns out yeah I assume you have to unlock them before you have to beat them before you get to the next dungeon and play it or and something so maybe they built on each other and 
you know, you got to be good with a windbag first yeah. be- yep. before you can uh, move on. Get that windbag going. Yeah. Lots of excitement uh, here for the the windbag cool, and huh? for Zelda Triforce Heroes. We will definitely bring you more as we hmm. learn more about it. Uh, but definitely, you should check that out. We have a rewind theater on IGN, so you should look at that uh, if you want to see the footage we're talking about. Specifically, you got to see what happened to stuff. the princess. She is in <gasps> dire it's straits. It's hilarious. She gets uh, her her style gets taken away. <laughs> yeah, she turns to a Teletubby without the antenna. Yeah. So strange. She All got right. served. Basically. Mm-hmm. Basically. All right. So in uh, in other news, there are two new Nintendo 3DS bundles announced for America. One of them, surprise, we've said it surprise! on this show. Animal Crossing Happy Home Designer new Nintendo 3DS bundle is the only way so far you're going to get the smaller new 3DS. Is that true? Ye, so far, so that far. is all they've committed to. Come on, it'll change. What about that? So that Zelda GameStop one, the that's Zelda a regular. One, Hyrule Edition new 3DS XL is just the system. That's the big one. No game. One ninety nine. If you want the little October one, you got to go with the Animal Crossing. Yeah. So the only way to get the little one is to get the Animal Crossing with those yeah. ridiculous. Why are you complaining? You're going to get Animal Crossing anyway. I'm, I'm not really interested in Animal in Crossing House of Rex. Really? I, I, Why say, not? I say now, weeks before I buy it and plummet hundreds You're of hours of my time. <laughs> I love that you come clean. So let me say what no, the I will. Bundle. I will. Uh, so a copy of the game, every copy of this game, by the way, no matter where you buy it, comes with an Amiibo card. So you are getting the first hit for free, whether you wanted it. <laughs> Or not. <laughs> Two Animal Crossing themed cover plates are coming with it as well. Uh, it's the Isabel set with the picnic table bottom that it comes with two so sets much. of covers. Yeah, that's and cool. it's one that it's the the houses. <laughs> Look at they this! They just it's got him. Cool. Look at him. So I will say though, bring it home. Uh, bring it home. Oh, oh, Francisco no. did not like either faceplate set. Right. And it doesn't seem like it comes with the white set, but he pointed to the other one, which is like a little dollhouse. He's like, I'm not rocking that on the bus. That's terrible. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, we we need. To uh, talk. Do keep in mind that you can import faceplates from yeah. other countries yeah. and there are a variety in, of styles and flavors and I'm totally convincing myself to get this thing. Yep. Damn it! September 25th, $219. I don't need this. That. No, here's the thing. I don't need this. No, here's... I really do want... Bucks, I, I love this. It's, yeah, $220. Yeah. Really? That's, a very, that's a very expensive bundle. Yeah. Uh, how much... I think that um, on its <clears> own... I think I don't know if all this stuff even adds up to two hundred twenty dollars. I'm it? sure it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure more. it does. Yeah, I'm sure it's. You it's just forgot. The, isn't House Arrest free to play? Uh, well, don't forget <laughs> the smaller system is at one sixty in Japan. I want to okay. say. And the faceplates um, are how much? And then the 20? game itself is forty bucks. And then the faceplates go for anywhere between fifteen to twenty five. Yeah. So I guess I guess we're hovering yeah. right around two twenty. That's then. still not. It doesn't sound like an awesome deal. No. Right. But That's what are you exactly, gonna do? It's close. It's you, close. It's the only way to get that. Yeah. So far. So do we think? Oh, actually, that might come up as a question later. I'm not going to say that. Instead, the Hyrule Edition does not come with the game. 199. I misspoke. October 30th. We don't uh, know what it looks days like yet, right? Yes, we do. Oh, uh, yeah? It looks just like the Majora's Mask one, but it has a Hylian crest on it. I'm kind of getting tired with Gold and Zelda right now oh. for all the systems that they make. Uh, so I'm not interested, but we'll see. I want to see it up close. The f- I wasn't wowed by by the design on the photo, but some things look better in person. So it's, uh, it's the high the Hyrule logo again, the winged logo again. Yeah, 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 yeah. somewhat. Okay. Yeah. There's, there's a little more flair to it. How did I not see this? It. When it was announced, there was no picture. Yeah, we have a photo yeah. on, the, okay, on, the, on the article now. Man, um, I got to catch up. It's gold colored, yeah. Uh, I got that. See, I already have a Zelda. I have a golden Zelda one, and I like that one. Uh-huh. So I'm not. See, I like that. I really like the it. design of the new 3DS, the small one. It's one the of the ones one? we first had in the office when Jose mm-hmm. imported it. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that, the size of the system. I just don't know, like, what do I do with that now that I already have an XL? Transfer everything over? Like, does the soul keep moving from husk to husk? Like, how does that See, work? that's why I bought I bought the small one as a Japanese import unit because I'll play different games on the yeah. on both of them. So mm-hmm. there's a new my game excuse. I want to get you to try that's free to play in Japan. By yeah. the way, that Nintendo made. And okay. I'm curious to see what some what it is. Crazy I can't stuff. Read it. It's weird. It's some like hacker thing. Like you have to try it. Anyway, uh, think about it. Is what I got. Yeah, like, sure. what do you think? Where are you where are you leaning right now? I mean, I think that it's it's a very I don't think it's the best idea to only offer this new system in a bundle and only offer it in an Animal Crossing bundle. <clears throat> I don't think that show that fully shows off the potential of of the customization. Like sure. to ship to. Okay, I'll put it this way: to debut your system, which uh, which the the main focus of it is sort of how it can be customized. 
and to to send that message by shoehorning it into one specific direction is missing the point entirely, so I think. I, I think it's both a good and a bad thing. Yeah. I think that the good side is that targeting the Animal Crossing market is the market who would be interested in the customization angle of that yeah, system. Totally. I think that that was the smart call, and that's why we've said it before on the show. But I do think that the bundle-only form of it I mean, new hardware in the channel for the hardware space, we've talked about that before, is good for retailers. It's good for the people who make the device if it ends up being a hot device. Yeah. However, I do think that only rolling this out here hints at potential lack of confidence in how well it will do in this market. At the end of the day, the smaller model is not flying off the shelves in Japan. I don't think it's flying off the shelves in any market. And I'm not trying to paint a dire picture. I'm no, just trying to they put said it that. straight up for people. That, Reggie like, straight up said that to us, yeah. too. I yeah, mean, but to you got to take what they say with a grain of salt sometimes, too. No, but right? it's backing up your statement, though. Because he said, uh, you know, he basically said that they didn't have a ton of confidence in putting that system out here to begin with because it wasn't, they looked at what was selling best elsewhere and what would sell best here and then went with that. Yeah, and a year, no. or, you know, what, and, uh, six, eight months later, they were like, safe bets. Like, that's it. Sorry, yeah. I mean, it um, it's but a spark. I, I mean, it's something new, something new to talk about, something new With to confusing announce. branding, but yes. Yeah, but it's, you know, it, retailers love having something new um, to present. Yeah. Uh, um, J- so Jason over at Kotaku tweeted that there are now more new Nintendo 3DS models available in the U.S. than there are new Nintendo 3DS exclusive games. <laughs> And I think that's kind of like an interesting. Like, so we talked about this a few <laughs> yeah, weeks ago. We talked about this. There's only a handful of games. Aren't so there two? Huh? There's two. two. Yeah, There's Binding two. of Isaac and Xenoblade Chronicles yeah. 3D. So maybe we'll see more now. Yeah. Like that, this is happening. I don't. I don't know. I don't I, think we are. I think this think so? is just going to be a better hardware that is. Uh, it's just faster loading, better 3D. It's a platform for Amiibo, so you have that backdoor to it as well. But I don't think uh, how's the 3D? I don't on? think they need to commit to it because it's not. It's also like there's not enough of them out there. There's so many of the other model. Why would you? cut off those people and say, right. we have this great game that you're only yep. getting here. Like, how's it, how's the 3D on the smaller one compared to the bigger one? Oh, it's fine. Uh, it's good? Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's just as yeah. good? Yeah, I like the, I, in the end, I like the smaller one better. I wish the, the battery the life one. was better, but that's right. about it. But yeah, yeah the bigger one is, is nice for travel. Because I, I read that the bigger one has battery. just a better sque- a screen quality in general. Yeah? yeah. Uh, I think it's the same screen. No. It yeah. seemed to be the same screen. But battery life's better on the XL. Yeah, battery life but is the, it's better. Co- it's all about the colored buttons, man. Yep. I know. They're so nice. Yep. That's what that's re- that's how stupid I am. Yeah, me too. Is that two four-cent little pieces of plastic, plastic are what really make me go, oh, man, I'd love that. He's going to buy it. All right, so we're going to take a quick break while Brian puts in his pre-order. When I we can't. come back, we're going to talk about a uh, few things before we jump into the question block. Stay with us. Terror here with Brian Altano and Per Schneider. And uh, quickly on that uh, note for the new 3DS announcement stuff, the bundles, they also had a line in there quickly saying that the new Wii remotes that they announced months ago in Japan yep. are coming here. So the Bowser and Toad ones will launch alongside Super Mario Maker, yep. if you care. That's on September 11th. And the Yoshi version will pop back up with Yoshi's Woolly World on October 16th. One more note on the, on the new 3DS. I've talked myself out of it already because I remembered that if I was to buy it, I would have to buy a new uh, charging cradle and I would have to buy a new carrying case for you it. Use the cradle. Yeah. Wow. You're gonna Don't totally. You? You're gonna totally. How buy do you charge yours? Plug it in. Oh, mine. Mine just pops in this vertical cradle. It looks like an obelisk. Oh, fancy. It's nice. Yeah. Look at you there. I know. Uh-huh. All right. Uh, so those are out. Uh, Bowser Junior is exclusive to Toys R Us. <sighs> He's exclusive to uh, purchases must be made Amazon in store. Japan if you're if you're paranoid. And only while supplies last. <laughs> we took care of that months ago. He's exclusive to your free time if you're willing to spend more money. There's <laughs> a lot of exclusives in this wave, by the way. Tons uh, of them. It's tons amazing that this is still happening. That's why, like, I can't. I don't even have the energy to no, talk about Amiibo yeah, anymore. Uh, I do want to make a quick correction. I still though. like them. They look really, really cool, and I want them. But man, do you feel like you're kind <laughs> it's of? It's g- so hard to get them. I know. Yeah. Do you feel like you're going through the motions a little bit, getting the last few? Yeah. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that well, way, Well, see, I'm, I'm going to skip Mega Yoshi. Yoshi already. Me too. I'm not going to get a giant freaking doll. I'm yes, skipping the Animal Crossing. You have no, I'm not. statues in your house. No, I'm not going to get it. We just weeded out my, my daughter's closet. Um, I'm, I tossed away a giant bag of Pikachus. 
Like we had just so many stuffed animals and things <laughs> from when she was younger, and like I brought a bunch into the office. That's why there's oh, like that's why that's why there's like Pikachu's attacking everywhere. Oh, yeah, isn't that amazing <laughs> that you can clear out? <laughs> Your daughter's closet and bring that junk to the place where you work and a bunch of adults go, yay! Already somebody walked by going like, cute! Yeah, I mean, there are very few people in the world yeah. that can say that about their jobs. Amazing. Yeah. No, Amazing. very odd. I, instead of the trash, I'll bring things yeah. to us. Yeah, and a bunch, of, a bunch but, of adult but, men grab but, it. Yeah, I can't, do, I can't do Mega Yoshi. And like, I like the knitted ones, but in hindsight, I'm like... I would have been fine with one green Yoshi. Yeah, actually. you don't yeah. need all three. You know, I didn't yeah. need all three. Whereas, like, with the uh, Smash Brothers ones, I really like them. I'm going to collect them all yeah. for that range. And then we'll count your pennies until the Zelda set appears. One oh. You getting Chibi Robo? We were talking about this. If they did the Zelda set with the different costumes, you get, like, Chibi Link with the Zora suit. That's all he needed. Suit. That's it. That's not happening, but that's that, all he needed. What are you, nuts? Why would you even tell them to do that? They <laughs> oh. listen to this show. Oh, don't. Right, They're I, listening right I want to issue a correction oh, real quick. Last week, we talked about the Shovel Knight Amiibo. Uh, Nintendo is not apparently involved in manufacturing. Mm-hmm. It's just the licensing, oh, but okay. they still have input on it. Yeah, apparently, uh, Yacht Club Games, uh, Sean Velasco, talked to a couple of outlets and pointed that out, <clears> that uh, these are basically being manufactured in a fact in a plant that is also spitting out uh, Disney Infinities. I have, I have mm-hmm. a fun anecdote to add to that, too. I, sure. So I talked I was telling you about this, but I talked to Sean at uh, PAX before our interview, and he brought the Shovel Knight Amiibo, so I got to go hands-on with it. It's gorgeous. It's really yeah. nice. And I'm kind of twirling it around, and I'm looking at it, and he said, this is the this Amiibo is actually the first time you've ever seen Shovel Knight's butt. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, you, you don't actually see it in the game. So to design the Amiibo where it's, you actually see it like you know fully formed like that. Uh, we actually had to put a some fully formed butt, a fully formed butt, a windbag. So this, Brian, I never thought about this before. Yeah, but this like happens it a lot. Just never came up. This happens a lot. <laughs> where uh, <laughs> surprisingly, you sound shocked. That's a uh, yeah. No, that's that's really that interesting, man. You of. send me out there on these trips. I am doing the just some hard hitting video game journalism. But, that is why you guys keep me on staff because I get the questions answered. Yeah, this kind of stuff. If you go back to classic games, there were a lot of eight uh, bit game characters that where. <clears throat> A frontal shot never existed, never existed, right? Like you never saw whether Pac-Man had two eyes unless you looked at the arcade art, for example. Oh yeah, right? and like yeah. it's really interesting. Then when they had to develop them, they, they had well, to well, like a front-facing stuff, Pac-Man uh, in the arcade would have been yeah. a nightmare. Like yeah. you can't even imagine what that looks like because it. it's, it's yeah. that pizza missing the the triangle. Yep. Right. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff like that. I mean, the Amiibo stuff. I think I really feel bad for anybody living in you, especially especially you. Jose, you're sitting right here. Why? You live in America. You're trying to get a full set uh, of them in the box, and they just keep making this difficult for you. Like, yeah. there's all these store exclusives, uh, and there's like seven exclusives in the next wave. Like, are you gonna buy Japan? Ro- uh, also, oh yeah. Wait, of don't forget also Japan the Rob. the classic Mario and uh, I don't know. We talked. We said yes. we weren't gonna talk too much about Amiibo, and here we are still talking about Amiibo. Gone, gone, right, gone. Fine. We're moving on. I, I didn't pre-order classic 8-bit Mario. It was gone by the time I. Um, I, I, I have a feeling that's going to be an easy one to get. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I hope so. All right. So moving on, it is time for the question block, which we have not done in a while. This is a question segment where you send us awesome Ooh. questions, and we try our best to answer them in four minutes. Uh, the first question comes from Todd from Canada, and he asks, it "Feels like game box art is sort of uninspired nowadays. Is box art losing relevance now that we are slowly phasing physical media out?" And what is some of your favorite video game box art on Nintendo platforms? Whoa. I should have prepped you guys before on this one. That no, that's By cool. the way, he loves the show. <laughs> Keep up the amazing work. Uh, I, I will say that box art doesn't have to do as much of the sort of lion's share of work to sell a game like it had to back in the day. I yeah. mean, you literally had to judge a book by its cover when you were growing up. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes that cover lied to you. Yeah. Like in the Atari on the, era. <clears throat> on the flip side... One of my favorite box arts of all time is the original uh, NES Legend of Zelda box art. And if you walked into a store, you would be like, what the hell is this? Because mm. it was just a gold crest yeah. with a couple of little items on it. And a sword right over it. And a sword, it. and that was about it. And you know, it didn't have this action shot of Link stabbing uh, a moblin, and it didn't have uh, him caulking a raft across a river waiting to fight in this temple. A lot of those like 
bull shots, we called them, were sort of like paintings, uh, especially in the Atari era, that would yeah, get yeah. these amazing yeah, artists yeah, yeah, yeah. to make these paintings to sell the game because the game didn't look very good. And you don't need to do that anymore because now everyone has seen trailers for it. You yep. can watch videos on your phone. You can read entire articles and reviews on IGN. We wouldn't have video game reviews when I was in a toy store. That's why I would walk into a store with my dad and I'd be like, I want that game that looks like uh, Zelda. And he'd be like, Deadly Towers? And I'd be like, yeah, sure. And I'd go buy Deadly Towers. But I'm not sure. And then you'd physics- be Stuck playing Deadly yeah. Towers, but for I'm three not months. sure physical media is phased out yet. I mean, I still our core platforms we play on Xbox One, PS4, Wii U, 3DS. All of these things have a physical retail presence, and they all have physical boxes. And you can argue that true those numbers have not overtaken brick and mortar buying a game <laughs> at a store. Like the, at least yeah. I haven't heard they've shifted it, yet. It's been a slow build, but it hasn't peaked. Well, it was interesting because one of the biggest million sellers of this generation didn't have box art for a long time. That was Minecraft, Minecraft right? right? Yeah. And um, you're seeing this too with um, you know mobile games obviously have icons and game companies spend a lot of time on, make, on making sure that the icons are the best they can be because yeah. that's your discovery in the app store. So, so you're saying the box boxes, art lives on. Box is yeah. not going away. I think you know, for now, stores on on console platforms have been very much in flux, right? Like yep. you went from something very simple that just listed, like showed literally the box art with the title to things that are kind of like these themed blades and, mm-hmm. you know, like big backgrounds and promotional things. So I think that will be the new box art. Yeah, I was um, I was going to say to piggyback on that, you're, you're 100% right in that like that little icon is down to the mm-hmm. new box art. But on the flip side... Um, to me, the thing that was always more telling than the front of the box was being in the store and flipping it over. Or if you were in Toys R Us, it was actually this like piece of plastic you would flip up and look at the back of. Mm-hmm. And there would be four tiny little low-res screenshots <laughs> and two or three sentences that were just like, take over the kingdom and become a hero. Yeah. And if you go on 3DS or iOS or Wii U... That's the same way things still are. There are four low-res screenshots, and there are three sentences that say, like, up to eight players can challenge each other. Like, that has not changed at all. It's very fascinating. I'll look look to buy an indie game on a 3DS or a downloadable game, and there's just, like, you're like, you have four screenshots to pick. Why did you pick that one? Yeah. You know? But they have trailers, too. I mean, that's one thing I like about the digital space is that when I – click on a game that I'm curious on regardless of the platform maybe not so much on iOS I think that's changing though but I can see screens and I can just quickly watch a video like yep. right there and get a, a sense of okay am I going to like this or not like the other day I was trying to decide if I wanted the, the, one of the Lara Croft games that came out on PS4 because there was a sale um, and it was cheaper for the whatever temple reason Temple of yeah Osiris, Osiris or yeah. something and I was just there like yeah. will I it's play free, this man, game on that let me PS watch Plus. this yeah, but that doesn't mean I'm going to just add it to my library because it's free. Like, it's I'm true. not some glutton who's just like, give me the free games. I, I always off. add them and then go oh, and then think I'm going to come back later and play them and don't. And, and you, you don't. don't. Doing yeah, it. See? Yeah. But um, I also have kids, so I'm gathering yeah, but, them for the next generation. So favorite box oh, art? Oh, you do that. That's yes. good, too. Because nice. you know, I do that, too, and I don't yeah. have kids yet. I'm, yeah. Nice. I'm basically putting the nuts in the tree. You know, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so favorite box art on Nintendo platforms? Definitely uh, The Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time uh, has an amazing box art in Japan. Uh, the one oh, in the West was yes. a little more muted, but the one in, in Japan looked right. amazing. Like Link on horseback. It looks so It was good. black and silver. Yes. That is absolutely yeah. my favorite one. I always liked Majora's Mask, too, yeah. though. Super Metroid is a favorite, the, too. Uh, yeah. I love Metroid Prime. Yeah, yep. and that was it. Just that hero so shot. glossy and good. The, but Super Famicom, uh, Mario Kart. Sorry, that one I liked how it looked. There's the cartoon characters. Yeah, you, I, know. you know, a lot of the again, I played the Super Famicom era games the most. A lot of them didn't have the most impressive box art, right? Like they're the oblong boxes. I love those boxes. Super Mario World. I like the boxes, but Super Mario World was like garishly yellow. Yeah, and like they're yeah. they're memorable, but they weren't that awesome. They they didn't highlight the iconic characters in the way that I would have loved to. Yep. Have seen it. That's where I like the simple stuff better, like Mm. a Triforce, you know? Absolutely. All right, cool. So we got that one. Thanks, Todd, from Canada for the question. We Uh, could do a whole show on on, on classic barks. Totally. Absolutely. Because I was going to say Mario Kart 8. Totally, oh, totally awesome, dynamic, like yeah. that's totally, totally nice game actually. and very recent too. So. And the, that weird kind of white, clean look. Yeah, of yeah, it yeah, too yeah. Was Shovel Knight had some yeah. good. You just hear well. the jazz looking at it, you know. <laughs> 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 Next question comes from uh, I believe it's pronounced Jurgen. Uh, he said uh, Jurgen. Yeah, Jurgen doesn't get much mm-hmm. more Dutch than that. Uh, if not, you can call him Joey. Uh, but he's from the Netherlands, oh, and with he a said. J, that's- 
probably has a ch in it somewhere. Yeah, Jochen, das I can't say it, sorry. Greetings. Uh, he says, I know there's a lot to talk about with The Legend of Zelda and how great it is and all. And Ocarina of Time is a game that really got me into gaming. Uh, now, of course, it's a great game, but what did you guys like the most about it? Like, what was your favorite moment from Ocarina of Time? Uh, he says, for him, it was becoming adult Link for the first time and pulling the sword from the stone. He couldn't wait to explore the world and see what changed. And that was a huge surprise for right. me because the magazines didn't spoil it. Like, back then... I feel like um, as at the time Man. the internet was still very young, so you weren't like in today's day and age you're crossing over spoilers. Like I feel all the time, or almost spoiler territory all the time. I have to put filters on my phone mm -hmm. to stay away from Star Wars, anything Star Wars, because I'm trying to like I don't want to know. Just leave me it's, alone. It's that game-changing moment of like you suddenly, yeah, Link is transformed, and you realize, hey. When I step out into the world, everything is going to be different. Too. Right, and I think it's hard to beat that moment. But I'll I'll give you I'll give you two more. Okay. Uh, a big moment for me was going back into Kakariko Village, and that crap comes out of the out of the well. Do you remember that yeah. black cloud yeah. monster oh, yeah, thing yeah, yeah. flying yeah. through the city? The town the town is on fire. Mm -hmm. I didn't expect that. That was such a surprise because every, you know, outside of the time travel element, every place you went back to was always the same. Like it mm. wouldn't change, right? Like in that time. Yep. But here you came back to a place you, you'd been to so many times and then something fundamental changed Yeah, and unlocked the secret in the well. The other one is just... Diving into Le Lake Hylia, being able to go underwater and just sensing, like, feeling this, like, freedom of, like, being able to breathe yeah. underwater, pulling mm. out that key to open the door, I got, uh, I that got, block. It yeah. was so cool. I got one. Phantom Ganon. Oh, yeah. Was a huge yep. surprise. I, did, I, uh, I don't know if I knew going in, but I remember seeing it and just going... <laughs> Wait, Whoa. what? This is early. Yeah. What are you doing here? Yeah. And then the fight started, and it was it was cool. Like it, it's not a very long fight, and it's definitely one that once you get really good at the game, you can you can get through it pretty quickly. But man, this is the one where he goes into the painting. Yes, and, and yeah. he comes in and out. How yeah. clever was that? Yeah. You know, awesome. we hadn't seen anything like that. That's Absolutely. at the end of the forest temple, right? Huh? Is that the end of the yes. forest temple? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Call. It's the gallery it's at the end. Yeah. And, and so that that was actually that. I mean, I, I loved Zelda dungeons growing up, and just how um, just the way they were designed and watching. It, they felt like big Rubik's cube puzzles that kind of mm -hmm. twisted and turned and fit with each other. <clears throat> and seeing that work for the first time in three D mm -hmm. completely surprised me. To sort of be like. Oh, I get this hook shot, and I can, or I can go up there now, and that's it. That's yeah. an area I couldn't reach before, and that was actually what I loved the most about Ocarina of Time is that sort of sense of discovery of going somewhere and being sort of defeated and intimidated that you couldn't do anything yet, and looking around and being like, I like the first time you go in Lake Hylia, you can't do anything, you can't swim, like mm. you go down three feet and then you cough and come back up, yep. but you see stuff down there, yeah, yeah, and you yeah, go, yeah. I will come back here, uh -huh. and I will walk on the bottom of this floor, and I will pick up all those rupees, yeah. and it's sort of the same. You'd see a big wall, and you'd be like, I can't get over. Over this and then they give you a horse yeah. and you're like holy crap i can go anywhere now yeah so it was sort of yeah. that, that game you know? is full of moments like that yeah. though of discovery you know you I step like into the fire temple and it's like yeah yes. like, wow you yeah know? i feel like though my favorite games have somehow been punctuated by the moments of okay i'm here but i can't do that and i can't do that yet mm -hmm. i will be back like, yeah mark my words yeah. and then you just walk away Sh like schwarzenegger effect going. yeah absolutely good question Jurian. Totsins yeah. and slop liquor. Yeah, thank you for writing in. All right, next question. Paul from the UK asks, uh, how often do you use off-TV play, and would you miss it if it wasn't included on the next Nintendo platform, Codename and X? I know for most people who have more than one TV, it's uh, it sounds like he's saying, but for, oh, I'm sorry. I know most people have more than one TV, but for me, being a 30-plus-year-old gamer and only having one TV in the house, off-TV gaming has been great. Yeah. And I would probably not upgrade. Ooh, I don't know about that part. But, um, all right, judgment aside, how often do you use off-TV? So I can tell you, it would be in use every day if Splatoon supported it. Yeah, so that's exactly, you guys give me so much crap for not playing Splatoon with <laughs> yeah. you. That is probably the single biggest reason why I don't play it with you guys. Yeah. Because if it, if it supported off-TV play, I'd be on there with you guys every single night. Yeah, because then you could, I would play while my wife is watching TV, and my, or my daughter would play while we're watching TV. Yep. That would one make be in your house, I've seen. No, but the Wii U, um, well, we, we would have to move out of our living room. Okay. Uh, we're not going to do that. Um, 
So, but but Mario Maker already, you can create without having the screen on, which yep. is really nice. And we've done this a couple of times now. And the creation process is so long that having off TV play for that is great. Yeah, yeah. I probably I, gonna need a better battery for that too. If you plan on picking up Mario Maker, yeah. or just have the plug handy. You yeah, say I was. I would say uh, I use off TV play about sixty to sixty five percent of the time. Wow, I actually that's a lot. slightly predominantly use off TV play to yeah. play my Wii U because. Uh, you know, somebody else, uh, my wife would be using the TV or mm-hmm. I'll just like, sometimes I don't even feel like having this giant TV on to play a, a game when it's I could just... It's more intimate on yeah, the Yeah, it's, it's more yeah. intimate. And you know, yeah. like when it, Nintendo, I'm, I'm sort of trained with that. Like I grew up playing their handhelds and Game Boys and Game Boy Advances and sort of like curling up in the corner of a couch and looking at something without something giant uh, to take over my entire periphery. Yeah, well, and that's kind of a thing today, right? Like uh, a lot of programming has been leaving the television with the idea of being put instead on a tablet yeah. because it's a lot more intimate. You cradle it. You're closer to it. Um, and, uh, th- I mean, that's good. I will say, though, I use off-TV play probably the least here. Yeah. Uh, we have uh, a couple Wii Us in the but house. But you're a bachelor, right? I'm a bachelor, yeah. but I still, you know, I have roommates. And I think there was just one time where I was able to actually play uh, Yoshi's Woolly World in the living room and the setup's in my room, which mm-hmm. is right next to it. And it was fine. And I've also mm-hmm. done that with Mario Maker where I might take the gamepad to the next room and try it, and oh. luckily the signal held up. But my gamepad doesn't work enough. on next room. Same yeah. here. I can't even get it like very close, just around the corner. Yeah. For some reason, the mm. signal won't. 10, reach 10, 10 yeah. 11 feet away. Our, our walls are mine. made of paper. I guess can't I'm go to sure. the bathroom with it. Yeah. Not that I. I'm in a small apartment, but mine are made of steel, and I can't go down the hall to my bedroom. Yeah. I'm in like one of those. They call them train apartments, where all the rooms are in a row. Sure. Hmm. And I walk down to the bedroom, and it'll just be. Like, and sure. Nope. Sure. Sorry, you nope. can't do it. Can't connect to Wii U. Yeah. So I use it less, but I'm uh, like, like we said, I am the bachelor here. But still, um, it with some games, it's not that bad. Because, like, for example, with Mario Maker, I totally see myself playing yeah. late at night because I don't want to have the television on. And even if the TV was on with that game, I'm not looking at it. Like, I'm if I'm making a stage, I'm looking at the gamepad. And that's the thing about that experience is that it is one of the few justifications for the gamepad. It, it 100% shows you why that's a good input yeah, yeah. device and why that's a good thing. So there you have it. That's, we'll miss it. We'll miss yeah. it on the next platform. If, if because it goes, of that. Did they ever if explain it why Splatoon doesn't work like that? Because of the map, you need to jump to your yeah. buddies on the way The way they set it up, essentially, and, and motion, too. Like, motion and playing a shooter like that, I don't think that would work. I honestly, like, this is a tangent, but I don't think Splatoon would work as a, as a portable game. Like, you look at, like, Smash. We didn't think that would work, and it actually worked out okay. Imagine if Splatoon came out on 3DS. For one second, yeah, that would not be fun because <laughs> shooters are not fun on a portable <clears throat> format. I agree, I, not yeah. with that that nub. I, yeah. Well, I so then don't make a shooter. Like I want to see more games in the Splatoon, Splatoon universe. Where like make <laughs> it make an awesome the ink squid well, racing. Make, make a platforming squid game. Racing. Make okay. an action platforming game. You know, or side scroller or something. like a two point five D side scrolling game that you can turn into ink and jump and dive and scale walls and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Like some of the original trailers had two uh, D looking like sixteen bit Splatoon characters, and they never made it into the final game. I kind of wonder what that was. Hmm. Very anyway. weird. Tangent, sorry about that. Let's move on. Next question. We've got two more and then we're wrapping up. Uh, Next one comes from... Oh, I didn't put a name. Oh, I think this is from Charlie. Yeah, this is from Charlie. All right, so uh, good friend of the show, Charlie (coughs) asks... Hi, guys. It seems Nintendo is sneaking the smaller new 3DS model into North America. As someone who always wanted this model over the larger version, I can't bring myself to make this purchase because I don't have any interest in Animal Crossing, uh, so beautifully called Animal Crossing House Arrest by Mm -hmm. our own Brian Altano. I love that we made that a thing. What are your recommendations for someone in my boat? Uh, Parentheses. And uh, And I am sure there are many of us out there. I'm using the original 3DS. Yep, I'm an ambassador. And of course, I want to upgrade because, let's be honest, this isn't the best version. Year five of this hardware, new or not, is fast approaching. Yeah. I found myself stuttering on Nintendo. Uh, okay, so you get the question. Do you guys want, like, what should he do? So it sounds like he doesn't want it? the faceplates either. I would buy the bundle and then piecemeal sell the parts you don't want on eBay. Say, I have a code for this game I want to get rid of. Uh, someone will buy it. You'll probably end up losing a couple bucks in the grand in the in the grand scheme of probably things. Probably sell the faceplates too. And that's what I was about to say. Sell mm-hmm. the faceplates too. Although if you, you can don't want find them. those, I'm sure. But still, maybe uh, that's one avenue. I mean, you could wait and see if they introduce uh, a bundle or another f- version of this thing. But I have a strange feeling this is 
a one and done. I don't think they're going to really? lean on a standalone new well, 3DS. What's the, Weird. What's the next big uh, 3DS game after House Arrest? I mean, Zelda. Zelda. I can't believe they're not doing a bundle with that. That's so yeah. shocking to me. So you still have Zelda. You still have uh, Mario and Luigi Paper Jam. You still have Chibi Robo. Chibi Robo should be out by then, I yeah. think. Yeah. But is um, there any, there's no, we don't have a Mario Kart coming. We don't have a Mario mm-hmm. announced. So, you know, obviously uh, some of that stuff is going to get announced and they will be more titles. But I think the wait for a new kind of bundle is going to be long. After yeah, this I one. think or it's not until 2016. Even. If it just, happens, but isn't that isn't that January, so like, February 2016? You in, in what universe does somebody who working at NOA does not doesn't stand up and raise their hand and go, "Hey, let's also make a Zelda one." Like, why not? Again, possibly lack of confidence. I mean, maybe yeah, it's, it's not going to sell. But, like, a really cool Zelda bundle with faceplates yeah, would have sold to somebody it. like me that doesn't even well, need Brian, one. The XL and one you. sells better. Like, why not? Sell I'm happy the, that why it not make, make one. Yeah. yeah, why not make it a larger version? Because that's the one you know is going to yeah, sell. Yeah, I mean, the XL the sells better than the one they're not selling because yeah. they're not selling but it. But even in the territories they are selling it, it's not selling better. Yeah, I know. It, it's a catch-22. I sure. think I it goes back to marketing research. They're saying Animal Crossing sells more. Of course. To girls, and um, so research has shown the girl, uh, girls are the only ones who like the smaller unit better than the bigger one. So, you know, yeah, whatever it is. That's, if they port Girls Mode 3, it. it'll have the new smaller 3. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not going to say that. I just, I just, it feels like they, they're really missing the chance to put out a bundle that has Zelda in it or just put out the system with some sort of stock faceplates. I think, I think if they d- did the smaller bundle for Zelda, I wonder what the fan reaction would have been. Right. The, the, there's also that to consider. The Nintendo Heritage bundle with like faceplates themed around Mario, Zelda, and yep. Metroid or something yep. would be so freaking cool. It would be cool, yeah. Okay, last question. Hopefully that answers. So, Charlie, I would say wait and see, but you're not going to get an answer on that until 2016. I'm willing to bet. Or, I mean, I don't know, maybe someone's gonna do, someone else is going to do what Brian did. I'd watch eBay or something and see if someone sells their smaller model secondhand. Maybe, maybe yeah. Maybe you can get it that way if you're okay with that. Just make sure you're, you're buying right a US one. Year 5 is coming, and that's usually not yeah. a great place to be for any platform because usually a company's about to move on. And I don't yeah. think new 3DS is going to be around much longer after its fifth year if it's not replaced by whatever codename NX is. So I would wait, see what's going on, or if not, um, just try and get it uh, piecemeal. Next question comes from, last one, Kaiju Kid. Uh, This is a good one, uh, which uh, I was on an episode of Retronauts, and something similar to this came up. But he says, hello to all of us. With Mario Maker looming on the horizon, I can barely wait to get my hands on it and start creating. I've just come off of three over three years of creating in the Little Big Planet community oh. and want to try a new suite of creation tools as well as play new stuff. Dude, you're in a much better place too. Uh, having already seen multiple videos of levels created by users with early access, I can't help but be a little worried. Almost all the levels made uh, are made in a way to troll, frustrate, or put people in a rush to make it to the goal line. My question is... Obviously, the style will be the most popular way to play and or create. Do you think the actual levels that mirror Nintendo's less is more design will fall by the wayside over the spectacle of making something impossibly hard to finish? I don't think so. I mean, I think you're going to see things all over the place. For like, I think our knee-jerk response is just to quickly throw every asset we can at it. And to mm-hmm. do what Nintendo didn't do, right? Yeah. Like, Nintendo would have never made a level with, like, 30 Goombas in a row. And so that's what yeah, people it's gravitate more of, you to. You want to see yeah. what happens because you've never seen that before. So I don't I wouldn't be too worried about that because I think word of mouth is going to help really good stages get promoted. And, of course, you're going to see this is frustratingly difficult. And you know what you can do when those levels happen, especially if you're playing 100 Mario Challenge? <laughs> Tinder it. Goodbye. Yep. Swipe, Swipe and forget. <laughs> or hold the minus button and move on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I hear what he's saying, right? I, and I, I fear that there's going to be too many gimmicks and not enough, like, pure design, like, well-made stages. I, I'm worried I, about that a it's, little bit. I think volume will will ensure that you'll get a lot of good stages in the end. Because mm-hmm. that's what we've already seen with, you know, games journalists who had, act- who had access to the system. Everybody creates, like, this super hard, frustrating level. But then there are a bunch of really clever cha- little things, sometimes really easy to beat but really enjoyable to play. Yeah. Um, and I think once you get this, like, I have all the power in the world kind of out of your system, I think you'll gravitate towards smart design. And yeah. also storytelling and cool shapes. I mean, as a, you know, you've created for Little Big, Little Big Planet, you have seen what people have done, you know, around with levels themed around their favorite movies and games and everything. And I think you'll see some of that stuff too with a, a 
bigger limitation on creation, right? Yeah, like you yeah. have to use their tile set rather than cutting your own pieces. Yeah, so definitely uh, I would say hang in there. Like this is definitely, I don't think it's going to be so much you're going to see trolling all over the place. And when you, you might see it at the beginning, but that's going to calm down. Yeah. And I would just even watch IGN. We're not going to promote like the stuff that's going to frustrate you. We're going to promote the stuff that, wow, that was a cool idea. Like I've already seen some gimmicky stuff with uh, Rube Goldberg devices mm-hmm. yep. on Super Mario Maker. And there was this really cool one uh, where you're just hold run. Like it says do not jump is, is sort of the instruction you get. And it's really well coordinated. Each music block you come off of, like you're jumping over like pits and obstacles and things that could hit you and the timing on it's perfect. They even do a costume change at one point. But my favorite moment is when you come off of a off of one of the jumps, you kick a buzzy beetle, and it falls, bounces off of a music note, and then it hops up and takes out an entire row of turtles and gets you mm-hmm. like four one ups. And I was like, that looks so cool because you're right underneath it, bouncing along on music yeah, notes yeah. trying to catch up. Um, so you're gonna see some of that gimmicky stuff, but you're gonna see good stuff, guaranteed. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, there you have it. Another episode of Nintendo Voice Chat in the Books. I thought Bam. we were going to make it through this one. Another episode in the windbag. <laughs> yes, we are all done. And if you want more episodes of this windbag, you can head on over to iTunes. Uh, find. Uh, <laughs> but it's not the only windbag we do. It's not the only windbag we have <laughs> I want here a windbag t-shirt now. We have uh, Podcast Beyond. We have uh, Unlocked. We have Anime Club. We have shows about TV. Do we have one about comics yet? Podcasts about uh, no, comics. We don't Too have many podcasts on. on this on this show. I mean on the on this website. But anyway, cool check that stuff out. News, features, videos. We're gonna have some cool Mario Maker stuff for you. Uh, that oh yeah, watch my week. level. Watch your level. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, they did. Yeah. Did uh, you already watch my level? I made. Uh, we. I'm finally made Jose play my uh, my Stalic Pipes level. And it was good. And he uh, he was in pain. He he played like an idiot for a while trying to get a trampoline lined up, but then he he beat my level and made it look really really well, easy. Well, I broke it actually. You broke it too. <laughs> I jumped out of lack. No, you did a good job. The cloud and just to booked it to the. It to was the really funny because I thought the parts of the level you would have problems with the wall jumping. You had no problem oh, whatsoever, yeah. oh. but then you're like you're getting killed throwing a trampoline. Yeah. Well, and Lucky too. Remember that time I just sailed oh, by yeah. him? I was like, so I'm leaning on a pipe trying to land on him. And I was a little late, and he just sailed right under. And I was like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really it. good. Uh, I also have a video that Pear is going to play, uh, a level I made for him. Uh, and you can see that on Friday. That was torture, too. No, it wasn't. Yeah, torture, so too. Mean. This time it's personal. He's so mean. <laughs> he's, he's like, that, that guy doesn't mean things with hammer bros. Oh, oh know, that was the one with the helmet, right? Oh, terrible. Oh, whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, what else we got? Oh, terrible. Yeah. Oh, terror strikes. Um, leave us a review. Head on over to iTunes. Uh, if you like the show, we can always use feedback. Or email us at nvc at IGN.com. Do you have a good question for the question block? Tell us. Send it to nvc at IGN.com and make sure the subject line says the question block. And we will see if it is good enough and we'll be on the show. Think of discussion stuff. That always works. Lastly, you can find us all on Twitter. You can find Per Schneider at Pure IGN. You can find the Das Hype Machine, <laughs> Brian Altano at Agent Bizzle. <laughs> and you can find myself, Jose underscore Otero, on Twitter. Thank you very much for listening. And we'll be back next week with more Nintendo voice chat.